between the circles. Goes right. Met by Godwin. Knocked it loose. Javian picks it up. They haven't got a shot off yet. Lobbed to Moore. Hammer. Alley-oop. Timeout. Providence. The Sooners come out of the gates rocking tonight. Kicks it cross court. Stolen by Yuzan. On the run. Two on one. Lowe's all the way himself. Up and under layup. Got it. And one. Coast to coast. Lowe's for dose. And he'll get an uno out of it. Turnover. Providence. A run out the other way to Pierre. He's blocked from behind. Tega caught him. Tega chased him down. It's out of bounds off Providence. Get out of here with that. Cross court pass stolen by Yuzan. Sprint to the other end. Low step through. Layup. Got it. Sooners lead it by 20. We are back, baby. We are back. We are back. Classic. We are back. That's we right. are back. And they stay there. And they stay there. And they stay there. Heck of a win. Eight no. It was close for a while against Providence, but man, oh, you really turned it on late for a 72-51, 21-point victory. Over the Friars last night. And what, that makes three wins for OU this season over tournament teams from last year, Iowa, USC, and Providence. And it feels like the order that the games have happened, the wins, the performances have gotten more and more impressive. Iowa, you, you played well. That's the first tournament team from last year that you beat. Then you beat USC the next day, the only ranked team that you beat this year. You beat them at the buzzer. And then last night, I think maybe that's, that was the most impressive performance you've had thus far. Providence wasn't ranked going into this game, but they're going to be a tournament team this year. They're a good squad, and to beat them by 21, I'm looking at that game last night. Maybe OU didn't play its best game of the year, um, but that was like just collectively beating a team like that by 21. I think it's the most impressive so far through this eight-game season. Yeah, I think if you were just box score watching, you might think, man, OU played really well. But, man, there were some lapses in that game where, I mean, even even down the, the stretch of the end when we had the big lead, we couldn't get the ball across the court like we couldn't solve a press. Multiple times we let people get behind us on, on the break, uh, you know, and transition defense was a little bit poor at times. You know, things like that, like you had some issues and you were still able to win by 21 against a 7-1 Providence team. I mean, that's what I like, Tyler, most about this Porter Moser team so far is they're winning big against teams they should win big against. I mean, they're beating everybody, but, I mean, you look at Central Michigan, 30. Mississippi State, Mississippi Valley State, 39. Texas State, what, 49, 39. I mean, 24 with UT Rio Grande. And then you get the Iowa game. 12-point win. The only close game that they've had was a, a close win over USC. Other than that, 21-point win, 21-point win. Like, you're, you're, getting, you're getting these leads extended because you're so deep off the bench. I mean, the bench scoring is incredible. The rebounding is incredible. There's, I don't know, there's, uh, it's just even more reason, Tyler, that everybody, if you can, make it to the BOK Center on Saturday. Yeah, make I mean, it to the BOK Center. It's hopefully it's not a uh, hog haven like it's been the past couple of years up there. I, I'm sure a lot of Arkansas fans are going to show up though. They've had a really up and down year. They've done everything from lose to UNC Greensboro at home to beat Duke at home. Kind of everything else in between there. 
Um, so I and I'm sure that you're going to get a pretty good effort from from Arkansas on Saturday. They're playing better basketball after that win over Duke last week, but it's hard not to get. Um, and I don't even know if you want to call it greedy here, but look ahead to the rest of the non-conference. You've got Arkansas and Tulsa, Green Bay at home, North Carolina, who's a top ten team in Charlotte, Central Arkansas, and then a, a, another very winnable game um, to close out the, the non-conference schedule. I, I'm looking at at least. I'm hoping for 12-1 and one going into Big 12 play. And what a start that would be if you're not going into conference play, unlike the past two years, trying to chase that win number to get in the NCAA tournament, you know? Felt right. like and- you, you, you stumbled a little bit in the non-conference, you're chasing wins in the Big 12, not a good situation to be in. You go in 12-1, and one, hell, 13-0, and 0, if things really go right for you, you're in a really good spot going into Big 12 play. Yeah, and then so you've got 18 conference games, right? So if you – if say you split the conference games. Say you win your home games, you lose your away games. And in the past, that has – it's been a struggle because, you know, if you lose a couple early, you know, you're kind of on the bubble. Tyler, that would give us 21 wins. We haven't had 21 wins or at least over 20 wins since the 2016 Final Four team. Tyler. Yikes. So it's like, Jeez. even if you just split Ugh. the conference games, if you continue, like you said, say you go 12-1. and one. If you go 12-1 and one and split the conference games right down the middle, then you'll be 21-10. and 10. Like, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be squarely in the tournament field and probably with a pretty good seed. Yeah, well, it's, it's hard not to look ahead and get a little uh, l- little greedy, the, if you want to call it that. Look at us, eight games in. We did this in, in October. We did By this in God, October. are they going to be a five-seat or better heading in the tournament? Yeah, uh, we, we did this in October. we gotta, we got you know, yeah. to chill a little bit. Hey, this is breaks. a much more fun – this is a much better spot to be in than, than past years after, after eight games. I like yeah. this rather than losing to – God, who did they lose to to start the year last year? They lost their first game of the season. I forget who they lose to. Yeah, lose it was to. a state or a directional type situation. I yeah. forget who it was. Jay we and Ellis. Got to get to the BOK, everybody. Got J- to get to the BOK. We'll be at Kickers for pregame game radio. You, uh, the Crimson Cream NIL, OU Club of Tulsa. It's literally across the street from the BOK Center. Come over there, have some libations, and walk across the street into the BOK Center. Yeah, because apparently, and this text is from the 918, went last year and hog fans called Tulsa West Fayetteville. It, can't, I mean, can't allow that. Can't allow it. It's. It, it, I have no reason to believe, based on the last two years, that OU will make it a 50-50 split with their fans. I would love to be proved wrong, but based on the last two years, I have no reason to believe it. It's been more like 80-20. Um, yes. Maybe 70-30 if you want to be optimistic the past two years. It's, 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 it's felt like an Arkansas home game, especially when they do that dorky hog call that they have. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Jay and Ellick, I was impressed most with our composure when we gave up the lead. There was no panic. They just played their way through it and regained and stretched the lead. Good point. Um, they were throwing it down to the block, throwing it down to the big man, and he was turning around yeah. getting some points uh, for him in the paint, and it's like, oh, uh, 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 boy. Yeah, like you had that early that shoulder. Yeah, they had that early lead. They come back and make it close. It was, what, a five, four or five-point game at halftime, and – Providence took the lead a couple of times, and then OU just said, yeah, we're, we're, we're good. Everyone's hyped up on uh, $2 beers at this point. Let's just go ahead and distance ourselves here. And they did, 21 point. I mean, it is the way they finished last night. The way they started, sure, but the way they finished, that was, that was really impressive. Well, and they're able to do that because they're, they're so deep off the bench. If you've got a guy that's getting abused, then they can just put in some fresh legs or they can use their fouls or something like that. Like, it's just – 
he's got Porter's got the luxury of depth and athletic depth, competitive depth. Uh, you know, yeah, there you uh, go. we'll use that term again because he says he's got eight starters, man, and you could tell he's just so much more comfortable using them all with all different lineups. I mean, he can he can put you know uh, Sores and Hugley and um, Latrey Darthard in. And those are guys that were all starting for their teams last year. They go in, and there's almost no drop-off. Sometimes they come in fresh legs, and they're able to actually abuse uh, the other team. So, no, deep squad, no doubt about it, uh, can score in a lot of different ways, can defend with a ton of energy. Just an exciting team, man. But I will say, you said the $2 beers. I don't know if it's just on beer night or $2 beer night, something like that. We got to do something about the concession lines. I don't know if they've got a pre-pour beers or something like that. I mean, I is it the Cotton Bowl concession lines at the LNC for two dollar Tuesdays? Couple of (laughs) uh, couple people that that I was sitting by, they went up to go get another round of beers. They came back down without any. They said, "I'm going to miss the, I'm going to miss the rest of the first half if Uh I stand up there because there were probably and people started replying to my tweets about it. They said there was probably another two hundred to three hundred people just in line." I mean, you put those people back down in their seats, and, uh, you know, it, it looks a little better on TV. So got to do something on, uh, uh, on on $2 beer night, whether, again, pre-pour, you know, just get ahead of it, have one person constantly pouring just do keg beer. stand. Two bucks, we'll do, let yes. you do a keg stand here, and then we'll, we'll, we'll do that off to the side if you'd rather have that, and just got to keep the line moving. Maybe come up you with could, ideas. Maybe you could put it on, you know, those, uh, you know, those chairs that go up the stairs, you know? Like, what if they put a keg on something like that, and it went up and down the rows of the student section? Yeah, see, love it. Yeah, that's that's how. That's another way to get students in the game. I just that the two dollar Tuesday thing. We we caught of uh, we caught some attention on the text line. You know, Greg from Lawton. He's at the house right now painting, and he had to stop to to text us. He's like, in all caps, "Whoa, wait! They got two dollar beers at LNC." Yeah, two dollar beers. It's two dollar beers, two dollar small popcorns, which actually are it's a it's a fine sized popcorn, and two dollar sodas on Tuesdays. And then I'm told that on Saturday they're going to do the two dollar specials as well for the women's game. So if you're not making it to the BOK Center, go support uh, support Jenny's team out there and enjoy some two dollar libations as well. I'm thinking Tyler, what if you did what if you did a beer bong setup at the top of the student section, Man. and then just had somebody constantly pouring there, and then I'm telling you, I think that I think that might be the move. We wouldn't be saying SEC ready. The SEC ready would be saying we're not Oklahoma ready. That's that's what they might be say. AA ready if you start doing that. Hey, I've but. always said my favorite bar is the Lloyd Noble Center, and last night just backs <laughs> it up. LNC is my favorite pub. I love it. Just hope they can get the line situation uh, sorted out a little bit better. Uh, okay, transfer portal. It's the big story going on right now in uh, college football. I I have to you know, like say it multiple times a day. No entrances for OU in the portal. Hasn't happened in, in, in over 48 hours now. But our transfer portal updates are brought to you by Swiftco Roofing and Construction. 405-831-8222. 405-831-8222. Swiftco Roofing and Construction. Uh, nobody going into the portal for uh, OU, but they are offering uh, players that are in the portal. Let's start with two Michigan State offensive linemen, Gino Vandemark. And Spencer Brown. And Spencer Brown already has a prediction to enroll at OU. Now, before you get your hopes up too much, that was from a USC insider. 
a USC insider is predicting a Michigan State player to end up at OU. Take that for what you will. But they've at least offered two Michigan State O-linemen in the, in the portal cycle thus far. Your immediate thoughts on that? Well, I, I, think you can, I think you can tell what the priorities are, right? Because you've seen a lot of – got to see the offers go out, right? Because OU, they waited a little bit. The grad transfers, you know, they can always hop in the portal first. And then you've got everybody else that has to wait till the window opens. Well, now you're starting to see offers go out, right? Well – you haven't seen a quarterback offer go out, so you kind of might think, okay, maybe we're not wanting a veteran backup, and we're going to roll with Hawkins and Zerbrug and uh, and Booty as kind of our and Jacob Switzer, I suppose, as as our backups uh, to JFA. But you see a running back offer go out, so that kind of piques your interest, right? Okay, looks like we're in the market for a running back. You saw a lot of offensive line offers go out. North Texas, two at Michigan. Um, You've got them all. I think you've got like five or six out yeah. right now. But but that's the point. It's they they've made it very clear what they've made a priority. An offensive line is a priority, and e- even the Senior Bowl folks are saying it about Tyler Guyton and uh, and Walter Rouse saying, look, the the reason that you transfer to Oklahoma is to go play for Bill Bedenboe because he can put you in the league. And I'm not sure anybody over the last decade, Tyler, you got here in 2013, has put more in the league it's certainly not at one school so uh, i think that will continue to pay dividends i think i think he's got a little more i don't know a little more swagger knowing that his brother-in-law is the offensive coordinator and they've coached together a lot they know how to handle you know kind of that two-pronged approach because i certainly think seth latrell will be involved in some of this offensive line recruiting with bill sure you mentioned the uh, the running back offer that's sam franklin out of tennessee martin i know some of you aren't happy or not thrilled about an offer to a tennessee martin running back 1378 yards uh rushing last year 11 touchdowns sam franklin out of tennessee martin who who is the name is there a name by the way like who is the name that everybody wants out of the portal that's in there right now. 405-651-3439. Is it Rocket Sanders, the running back from Arkansas? Is it, uh, is it David Hicks, who's not even in the portal, but everyone's speculating as <laughs> to, to if he's going to be in the portal or not? Like, what, what is or who is, is there a single name that most fans say, we got to get that guy in the transfer portal this year? I mean... It, it's David Hicks, but he's not in the portal yet. We don't even know if he's going to be in the portal, but that's that's what everybody wants for sure. I think I think it's interesting because Makuba was a guy that everybody's like, oh, you got to go get him, right? But he's a safety, and especially if Billy comes back, do you want Peyton Bowen to get less snaps? Like, do you want like do you want RSJ to not get snaps? I mean, we've got. Some other talent in that room, kind of upcoming, like, and Texas keeps. I think they lost another safety today. I think they've had three safeties under the portal already. I mean, his high school coach is now on Texas's staff. He's from Austin. Like, I think at times we just see, oh, Clemson stud. He's got to come to OU. It's like, well, look at the position. Safety isn't a position of need. So let's 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 let, let's turn our attention to maybe corner or something like that. But as far as who I want out of the portal? Yeah, give me David Hicks, the guy that's not in the portal. Yeah, that's I mean, <laughs> position of need, familiar with him. I yeah, mean, we, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's that that's an easy one to uh, it's an easy one to get to. Uh, from the nine one eight, Jalen Conyers. That that would be one. Jalen Conyers went to OU. When and why don't I remember? 
Was that the 2020 season that he was well, at OU? You don't remember because uh, I believe he was asked to leave yeah. uh, at a certain point. Redshirted so, on- his lone year here in 2020. You, you can you can count me out on Jalen Conyers, um, but there are uh, some other good uh, tight ends in the portal. There, a, a couple more entered today, so I think you know a situation where, you know, it's it's like the opposite of our quarterback recruiting, right? Like I don't think there's a clear with Stogner gone. I don't think there's a clear beneficiary of those snaps, and I think I think that we want to run a little bit more two tight end stuff especially with the co-offensive coordinator being a tight end and the so. tight ends coach and the offensive coordinator having a history coaching tight ends. So I think I, th- I think you're going to have some opportunity to say, hey, tight end, come here. We'll have some opportunity for you. And we've got a true freshman stud coming in as an early enrollee. You've got some guys that, you know, will get healthy. Hopefully Caden Helms uh, gets healthy uh, uh, in plenty of time for this season to start contributing. But you've, you've just got some you've got some opportunity there, no doubt. 832 says Thor. He wants the D lineman from Harvard on the squad next year. Guy from Parts Unknown wants uh, David Hicks and three others like him. Got amen on that one. Yeah, 405, like does AD have a son? And if so, can he enter the portal? He, he definitely has a son. son. He has more than one. Yes, he has many. And actually, we almost we almost uh, brought on his uh, one of his sons as a running back last year. Uh, we didn't end up offering him, but uh, we still had a good running back class. But yeah, he's he's got kids. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he could have his own football team. Maybe he's he's got he's got more than a few. Chris and Lindsay says got to get the tight end from Arizona State. Can't remember his name. That's that's Jalen Conyers is is yeah. who you're thinking of there. And this text is going to be hard to beat today. I mean. Text line, you, you guys can step up the remaining, what, 39 minutes of the show. This one's going to be tough to beat. From the state of Arkansas, it says, I need Rocket Sanders in an OU uniform like Gunny needs his crystal bong, like Sark needs his vodka, like Ian Boyd needs kicked in the head, and like an LSU fan needs meth. Oh, my God. That was brilliant. Uh, you need uh, to save that somehow. So if we do get yes. Rocket to uh, transfer here, that's got to <laughs> that's gotta make it onto uh, the interwebs somehow. Or a T-shirt, a ref T-shirt. Man, that is, that is fantastic. Oh. Can we dip into the soccer portal and grab a kicker? Because that would be my answer. Uh, Liam Evans is the on the way. Liam Evans is on the way. All the, the way the from The chosen Moore. one. The chosen one is on his way. He's uh, he's a stud. He'll compete for the starting job immediately when he shows up. <laughs> the most up. hyped uh, freshman kicker at OU in in in, in many years, Liam. He Evans. was a he's a friend of the program. He came on the uh, pregame show. Uh, I think it was TCU, was it not? He came on with Parker. No, it wasn't TCU. West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. He showed up uh, and he uh, he came on the K Ref airwaves. So yeah, Liam Evans is a stud. I love it. That that text is amazing <laughs> on all fronts there. 405-651-3439. We already have people trying to recreate that. We'll get to that. More uh, portal happenings and more OU football right here on The Ref. Bleed Crimson? Love great Sooner Talk? Join The Ref Army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the Sooner experts. The Ref is home to Sooner fans worldwide. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. 
GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. The Oklahoma Women's Gymnastics Squad opens its home schedule on January 26th at the Lloyd Noble Center. The reigning back-to-back national champs will host five meets, including huge matchups with Michigan and Alabama. Season tickets are on sale just in time for the holidays and are the best way to secure the best seats remaining for as little as $35. That's right. Catch the reigning national champs all season long for just 35 bucks. Reserve your seats today at Soonersports.com slash tickets. Mike Steely here for Lasher Home Comfort Systems, your trusted home comfort experts in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tim Lasher and his team have more than 130 years of combined experience. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. As we age, cataract surgery is often an inevitable step. And it's not just about restoring your sight, it's about upgrading your quality of life. So when it's time for cataract surgery, you have one big decision that can affect your vision for the rest of your life. The choice between a standard lens, which often requires you to rely on glasses for reading, or a premium lens. Consider Panoptics, Vivity, or a light-adjustable lens, the leading choices that can provide crystal clear vision and freedom from glasses. If you want to see far and you want to see near, you have to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. Center fans, Coach Switzer here for Swiftco Construction and Roofing. I have trusted Brent Swift and his team at Swiftco for many of my house projects over the years, including two roofs and one whole house remodel. Whether it's residential roofing, commercial or residential construction, or home remodeling, Swiftco is your one-stop shop. Swiftco Roofing and Construction is Coach Switzer approved. Call 405-364-3002 or visit BrentSwift.com. Boomer Sooner. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third-generation race car driver, and I dedicate a lot of my time going fast. But when my grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently or having trouble with routine tasks. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services and access available treatments. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. Visit alz.org slash time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The Parkinson's Foundation knows that the disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. If you have questions, the Parkinson's Foundation has answers. We can help you understand the disease. And give you tips for living a better life. Find your answers at Parkinson.org or call 1-800-473-4636. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better Better Lives. 
together. It's the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson, keep the text coming. 405-651-3439 on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Just uh, three days officially into the portal, so it's probably too early to come up with a top five list of transfer portal winners thus far. Might have to wait a uh, a week or two for that. But I feel like we can come up with a list of portal losers after just three days. And shout out to Lloyd, man. I- anytime anything happens in the portal in, in recruiting, he's uh, always sending it my way so I know what's going on during the nice. show. He DMs me, too. I, I, I Lloyd's the best, man. Lloyd's, like, keeps me on task. I, I love it. Texas A&M is a portal loser right now. They just lost another player, this time a defensive back that was a 2021 freshman All-American, and it started 30 games for Texas A&M. They are losing players, big players left and right, and I don't think it's over just yet. So feel however you want about the Mike Elko hire, Colin Klein at offensive coordinator. Um, And they've got a lot of decommits in this class, too, down the stretch. I just, man, they're they're in a tough spot here, man, with this new coaching staff. Well, yeah, and it's tough because you're like, okay, we need to go splash to retain people. Well, then they don't go splash, and then they take a little bit to hire their offensive coordinator, and they lose the one guy that was basically holding their defensive line together. So that 2022 class, that star-studded, historic 2022 class, is now just withering away in front of your eyes. And, Tyler, their 2024 class is ranked 17th in the country, which is ahead of USC, of course, but behind most, you know, serious football programs. Um I mean, losing that offensive lineman, um, the uh, Chase Bisontis. Yep, former five-star, um, correct? Yeah, I mean, started all 12 games, uh, you know, this year. Freshman All-American again. Like, it's you're losing productive people, and and that's a problem because, like, you can look at, look at, like, Marcus Hicks. God bless him. Him, his dad, they're awesome. Like, they, they really, you know, got, got in with the fan base early and, wish them nothing but the best but him going into the portal we're like okay we understand that if if like could you imagine Caden Green going in the portal right now that's what the equivalent of this is he's a fresh like this is a freshman all-american going into the portal that is the equivalent yeah, of yeah that would not uh, make me feel great about things if Caden Green was in the portal at this point right so it's like A&M ooh like it's things are not going well for them on both sides of the ball in the trenches i mean they've got their quarterback but God, I don't know if they have much else. Yeah, I mean, and this was a team, too, that needed to get a whole lot better pretty quick, especially on offense. Um, the best part of their team this past year was their defense, that defensive front. And they're, a lot of those guys are in the portal right now. So, and, and yeah, again, they, I, they were good on the defensive front because they had so much just talent there. Like, they just, it was just, they would just bludgeon you with five star after five star after five star. Like, and, and it, it wasn't something that, you know, they're, they're, coaches were just dialing up these exotic you know stunts and twists and you know this that and the other it was just the fact that they were big strong fast talented dudes there well now that uh, those guys are leaving oh yikes it's gonna get ugly quick down there in Aggie land I mean Clemson has had a couple of hits to their defense uh with Toviano and um just, just a couple of different hits that they've had but no one's hit has been hit harder than Texas A&M through this first week, right? I mean, is, is anyone even close at this point? Uh, no, I would think 
let's see. Florida hasn't had a very good go at it lately. Um, they've been they've been losing people left right. Obviously, Michigan State. You know, you look at some just some kind of notable coaching turnover like Mel Tucker. Um, when we're when we're offering multiple people from the same position group from a school, you know that that school is having a tough time in the portal. <laughs> yeah, because if OU's offering them, that means they're good. So Michigan State, and I honestly think I think Kansas State's had a Bad couple days, man. You have a bunch of quarterbacks in the portal, and then you lose Colin Klein. Could be a disaster if Avery Johnson is in the portal at any points. Yeah. Oh, it's just – and people looked at Oklahoma and they said, oh, they're in big trouble. They lost their offensive coordinator. They lost Dylan Gabriel. Now, you know, a bunch of others in the portal. This Like, no, like, it's it's fine. We're good. This is a This is a controlled burn. You know, in a forest, when they're trying to burn off part of it, it's, it's a controlled burn. This is this is by design. Seven one three from the state of Texas. Why is A and M losing all these players? Interesting. Well, a coaching change is is one, and I, I think the biggest negative coaching change they've had is maybe not the head coach Jimbo, but the defensive line coach who moved on to Syracuse to be the defensive coordinator. That that may be the biggest deal. Elijah Robinson going to Syracuse, but it, it, here's the thing, man. When you get kids to your school on the premise of NIL, don't be shocked, man. When there's turmoil, the season didn't go well, there's coaching changes, other people are hopping in the portal, don't be surprised that guys that you get there based on NIL, if they're not going to hop in the portal and see if they can get other NIL opportunities elsewhere. I'm just not I'm not that surprised with what's going on at Texas A&M. Well, and the NIL was always there for Texas A&M. It's not going anywhere necessarily, but... You know, they could still commit and say, oh, man, Elijah, man, just he's, he's a good defensive line coach. And, you know, you could look at, you know, Jimbo, and he, Jimbo could get you in that room and fast talk you at a home visit and say, you know, I've got a national championship ring. And, you know, like you, you get it, you get the resources, you know, you get some facilities, you get a really bought-in and passionate fan base, even though, you know, they, they flirt with the cult name a little bit. But, like, you have a lot going that way. So the the NIL, it's not like they went to Tarleton State because of a big NIL. Like, they went to a place that was in the SEC West, that had a championship coach, that had this, that, and the other, and they could talk themselves into, you know, the the lie of, oh, I'm actually going here for the coaches and the the culture. But, man, that money sure is nice. Well, once those coaches are gone and once everybody's leaving, then, like – do you either want to be exposed as a bag chaser or do you want to be able to have that, you know, that, oh, no, I was just here for the coaches. Who wants to pay me now? Yeah, um, it is it is wild and not getting any better anytime soon at Texas A&M. Nobody is uh, shedding a tear for, for those guys. Three defensive linemen, the two defensive backs, the offensive linemen, yeah, all in the past, like, 24 hours. Yikes, Ugh. yikes. Ugh. Well, poor, yes- poor Aggies. ESPN still has their best ranking of uh, players in the transfer portal. Dylan Gabriel was number one until Walter Nolan, one of those defensive linemen you're talking about from A&M, entered into the portal, and he's ranked number one now. So Walter Nolan of A&M, well, OU get involved there. It just doesn't initially feel like um, that's the case. Agree? Disagree? Yeah, I I don't think it's the case. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people already have him, uh, you know, pegged to some of your usual suspects in the in the NIL world, and, and that's fine. That's fine. It and, and that's where you have to look at, 
you know, when when it's NIL money involved, what's to stop somebody if they if they were you know just at A and M for NIL and say they go to, I don't know, Miami, NIL, and they try and get some other waiver or something and enter next year, enter you know try and get some eligibility going or maybe as a grad transfer like you don't want you don't want everybody just out there to say hey all right name your price because what's to stop them from running the price up on you it's true i'm looking at the top 45 players in the portal ranked from espn and none of the outgoing players from ou or whoever is in the portal that played at ou last year is ranked in the top 45 Thought maybe Dalen Smothers could be there, but just not 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 a whole lot of film on him from this past yeah, year. Not enough production. And and these rankings, man, I mean, they're they're very, very quarterback heavy. Like if, if you just go look at the top ten here, and I and, and, and more than any other position, like quarterbacks probably talked about more than any other in the portal, but Gabriel's at number two, Cam Ward from Washington State's three, Riley Leonard from Duke is four. Dante Moore at UCLA's at five. Will Howard from Kansas State six. Uh, DJ Uyunglele is at eight. Grayson McCall is at nine. Like seven players in the top ten are quarterbacks, and that's probably going to be the case most years, I-, I would imagine. Well, it's interesting because you always have to weigh the approaches, right? Because you have some that are clearly one-year rentals, you know, like Bo Nix was, like Dylan Gabriel is. Um, there's some others, obviously, Cam Ward, you know, one-year rental that would look like probably like, you know, you get these guys, and then you get a kid like Dante Moore. It's like, okay, look at uh, – I would think that he probably ends up at Ohio State. And does Oregon just want to do the one-year portal thing from now on because it worked? Do do they want to get a guy that's going to be there three or four years? Like, just the different approaches are really interesting to watch because Oklahoma – it seems like, given the opportunity, wanted to go with the guy that they'll have for the next three years and get some continuity in the quarterback room. It's clear that some schools just really don't care. Yeah. Uh, okay, 405-651-3439 is the text line. We'll get to more of your text and more college football next right here on The Ref. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network. Here we go. Here comes the Sandman. Ladies and gentlemen. Adam Sandler. I missed you tour. Should we clap along? I'm trying to play guitar a little bit for you. Adam Sandler, live. Take him away. Paycom Center, Saturday, December 9th. All right, let's lose that. I hate it. <laughs> Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. <laughs> This is Toby Rowland. Did you know that more than 80 million people depend on AM radio each month for news, weather, and emergency information? A new bill in Congress would make sure AM radio remains in cars because when cell and Internet services go down, this far-reaching free service may be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM radio for every vehicle act. This message is brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Messaging and data rates may apply. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public, the list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Back then, we'd spend nights in front of the boob tube, 
we take our same seats, smoke cigarettes, and watch until the station played. We all smoked in those days. If that was you then, get your lungs screened now. Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. Learn more at ScreenYourLungs.org. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. Why did I wait so long to see a retina specialist? Retinal disease can steal your eyesight, but it doesn't have to. Patients who seek care from a retina specialist have the best chance of preventing vision loss due to age-related macular degeneration or diabetic retinopathy. AMD symptoms to look out for are distortion or warping of straight lines, as well as blurred or loss of central vision. Patients with diabetic retinopathy should seek treatment if they notice the appearance of spots or floaters or blurred and distorted vision. Visit seeforalifetime.org. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. Somewhere, there's a river rushing through the woods while someone rushes through their day. There's a mountain looking up at the sky while someone looks down at their phone. A trail waiting to be walked while someone waits for a latte. This world is full of somewheres waiting for someone just like you. So go see yours at 154 National Forests and 20 Grasslands. And to learn more, visit nationalforest.org. The National Forest Foundation. See your somewhere. The holidays are coming, and Balfour can help you make it a crimson and cream Christmas this year. There are lots of Sooner ornaments for your tree, as well as tree skirts, stockings, Santa hats, Christmas cards, and other decorations. You can also find something for every OU fan on your list, with choices for every age. Jerry and Libby wish you the best for the holiday season and invite you to stop in for all of your OU gear. Or you can shop online at crimsonproud.com. Balfour of Norman, where you will find everything Sooner. Here's the toss play. Alley explodes. End zone record breaker. First team in history. Five straight games with 60 or more points. And now, how do you deny the Sooners an opportunity to play for a national championship? 15 years ago today, yep, OU set the record for consecutive games scoring 60-plus points. They dominated Missouri that night in Arrowhead Stadium to win the 2008 Big 12 Championship. The only bad thing that happened that night, dadgummit, DeMarco Murray got hurt on a kickoff. I know. Yeah. That's one of the bigger, um, it's not conspiracy, it's what ifs, I guess. What if DeMarco doesn't get hurt that game? Do you win the national championship against yes. Florida? Yes. Absolutely. You don't even say it's a what if, it's just a no. yes, yeah? <laughs> no, it's not even close to a what if. Of course uh, we do. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, transfer portal craziness going on right now. Gunner Gundy, Rocket Sanders, running back from Arkansas, LT Overton, defensive lineman from AM. AM portal entries all over the place right now. They're uh they're they're in trouble at this point. Um, here's a couple of interesting college basketball notes for you. 
OSU fans might want to, uh, you know, log off the app here for about 60 seconds. Ooh. I'll start with Michigan State. Michigan State lost to Wisconsin last night by 13 at home. Michigan State began the season ranked number four. They're now four and four on the season. They've lost to Wisconsin three straight times at home. Tom Izzo, who's one of the great college basketball coaches of all time, 31 and 29 in his last 60 Big Ten games. Jeez. Random stat, but I found that interesting. Jeez. Not great yeah. there at Michigan State. Uh, who is good? Just Oklahoma? Just OU. That's it. They'll, they'll be alone in the Final Four. They'll just do yeah. inter-squad in the Final Four. Um, like the battle series. I like it. It's it's bad in East Lansing. It's worse in Stillwater. OSU lost again last night. They lose to Southern Illinois. The Salukis, 70-68. to Back-to-back years with losses to Southern Illinois. OSU's now 3-5. With losses to Abilene Christian, St. Bonaventure, and now Southern Illinois. Uh, worst start to a season since 1986. If I'm not mistaken, um, they are now at the bottom of the Big 12 standings. Dead last. They have to be. Yep, dead last with three and their 3-5 and five record. Uh, West Virginia is 3-4. and four. So, yeah, Oklahoma State, the worst basketball team in the Big 12. So... Getting a lot they of these, their, they sold their souls for that bedlam win. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, getting a lot of these texts right now is Stutzman going pro. He's probably a fifth rounder. I'm guessing we need him next year. Nine one eight sounds like Stutzman is leaning towards leaving for the NFL. Texas, Washington, Michigan, all have leaders who could have gone to the NFL but came back to do something big. That's what we need, especially for next year. Brutal if they leave. So I don't know if one of the websites is reporting that or that's on the board, but. Yeah, just, somebody, somebody grabbed some board information and then either put it out here or tweeted about it. Um, but oh, is is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. Um, regardless, we these things wait for the announcement on them because you know people can people can get in their ear late. First of all, Danny Sussman's not a fifth round pick. He's likely going to be a lot earlier than that. Um, and that's part of the reason we want him back because he's really, really good. So, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to say he's leaning. I've literally this morning I heard that he was leaning towards staying. Last night he was leaning towards leaving, and then now leaning towards leaving. Like it's it's fluid. The situation is fluid. So until there's an announcement, don't worry about it. Be nice to have him back next year, man. God, it would. I, God, I mean, it I, would. I, any year, okay? Any year throughout the history of OU football, a player like Stutzman, who was a CBS 24-7 Sports All-American. I mean, we know what kind of player he is, leader, all that. But just next year, everything just seems so magnified, being your first year in the SEC. And you don't want to go in there and run off a 7-5. and And I'm not saying that that's going to happen. You just want to be able to put your best foot forward first year in the SEC, give the best impression to everyone, you know, kind of kick the door down your first year in the conference. The big, bad SEC – and Oklahoma goes in there and wins a lot of games. That's I, I don't know. Just it's it, it just it's a big year next year in a new chapter of Oklahoma football. And I hope Danny Stetsman's a part of it. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I, I will. I'll put it this way: the probably the most concrete until we hear something from Danny. Uh, probably the most concrete thing is if you see a linebacker offer go out. In uh, yeah, in, in in the portal. In the portal. Yeah, it, it would pro- it wouldn't be in recruiting this late. I w- no, 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 I wouldn't think. It, and it would have to be an elite one because I think the staff's pretty happy with. The linebackers right now. Well, Kip Lewis is going to be one of your starters next year. Feel pretty good about that. 
especially if Danny's gone. Yep. I mean, you, you talk about guys that really developed this year, guys that didn't start the year, begin the year as starters, and really created a role for themselves and ended up having an impressive year. And again, I, I know a little bit sour the, the final two games of the year. I get that. But Kip Lewis did have some really nice moments this year. I look at Kip Lewis defensively as one of those guys and Caden Green on offense. Like Those are my two players, one on offense, one on defense, that didn't begin the year as starters, but, man, asserted themselves in pretty big-time roles and ended up having phenomenal, phenomenal seasons. Yeah, and again, Jaron Canick, he's never played linebacker before. And he was playing good linebacker while he was coughing up blood all over himself. Um, you know, the linebacker position, I'm never really going to worry about it too much on the talent side as long as Brent Venables is there. I'm, I am interested, and I don't want to turn the conversation too much, but has Ted Roof been extended? I have because no I, idea. I think this, it was this up, is his last year under contract. I think it's up. Uh, is it December 31st or January 1st? I, I think it's one of those two days. And and maybe they could they have already extended that deal out. Maybe they're not revisiting it until the bowl game. But there's been there's nothing official on that. Um, I mean, unless something just dropped right now that I didn't see on, on no, Ted Roof. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, in the next three weeks or something, that's kind of a big deal. That's Oklahoma's defensive coordinator. Like, is it a situation where you know you see a. Is he is he going to retire? Are they going to renew his contract? Like, you'd think there would be somewhat of a conversation, especially given that one of the biggest off-season questions about the whole team is what's going to happen to your star linebacker. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm going to guess if the plan is for if the plans for Roof to move on, I would guess that that's probably been known inside the walls at least by now, but maybe for a few weeks, maybe even before the season. You know, like maybe it's the like it's like the Dylan Gabriel situation, is they didn't necessarily say it out loud, right? But it, it just felt like it was known all year long what was going to happen this year. This is going to be his last year, and I have no idea if this is going to be Ted Roof's last year. I'm just saying maybe there's a chance that if it is his last year and he will retire, that that's been known inside the walls for you know maybe since before the year, or at some yeah. point during the year. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I could understand that. Uh, 5-1-2, RSJ progressed throughout the season pretty well this season also. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah he did. When that guy's healthy, man, he can hit. He can – I mean, he's he brings the right kind of attitude, too. He's he's uh, he's cut from a lot of the same mold as Reggie Pearson is. I think I think those guys have a lot in common. But, yeah, RSJ, he's a big-bodied defensive back. I think, I think our safety room, like I said, is in really good shape. And the more snaps you can get Peyton Bowen, the better. I think everybody can agree on that. 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We'll wrap things up next right here on The Ref. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. 
Take a walk on the wild side with Brahms' new spicy pimento bacon cheeseburger. This bacon cheeseburger adds southern flair to a classic. Featuring Brahms' pimento cheese piled high on a juicy hamburger patty with jalapenos and crispy hickory smoked bacon. Throw in a slice of American cheese to melt everything together for dreamy, cheesy goodness in every bite. Stop wasting time and go get Brahms' new spicy pimento bacon cheeseburger. Nothing's better than Brahms'. Introducing the Oklahoma Breast Center, a beacon of hope in the fight against breast cancer. With the guidance of Dr. Denise Rabel, our team of breast cancer specialists delivers the most advanced treatments for your best possible outcome. From diagnosis to survivorship, we guide you every step of the way, placing an emphasis on compassion, communication, and emotional support. Here, you're not just a patient, your family. Let us stand with you on your journey to healing. To learn more, visit OklahomaBreastCenter.com or call 405-307-2623. The Showplace Theater is the best place for live music. And with some of the best acts around, like Pete Davidson, December 3rd. I had a rolling school bag for four years. I looked like I was waiting for a flight for like four years. Lee Bryce, December 15th. Ron White, December 30th. I don't have a high school diploma. I'm smart, but you can't prove it on paper. And Midland, December 31st. Riverwind, the Metro's best casino experience. Want to make Christmas wishes come true for foster children in the Norman area? Fostering Futures is looking for generous volunteers known as Secret Santa Elves to help make dreams come true. You can shop off a wish list for one or more children currently in foster care or make a monetary donation to provide financial support. This benefits not only the children, but also the foster families. You can sign up to help shop, purchase gift cards, or make donations online at fosteringfuturesok.org. Make Christmas dreams come true at fosteringfuturesok.org. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Metro. Ford of OKC. Hi, it's Dustin Dvorak with Metro Ford of OKC. Are you ready to turn heads on the road? Look no further than Metro Ford of OKC. We've got a wide range of custom trucks to suit your style and needs. Tennessee, Roush, Rocky Ridge, Shelby, we have them all. Experience the thrill of the open road in a truck that's as unique as you are. Visit us at Metro Ford of OKC today or online and drive home in your dream custom truck. Shop where the difference is real at MetroFordofOKC.com. Coach McCoy here from Norman North. If you love high school basketball, you won't want to miss the Joe Lawson Tournament. All games will be played at Norman North and Norman High Schools, December 7th through 9th, with games beginning at 3 o'clock p.m. This tournament honors the memory of Joe Lawson, who played at Norman High and later coached at Norman North. If you can't make the game in person, you can watch all action free of charge on the premier high school basketball network, krefsports.tv. Kids. They're just different than us. They have no inhibitions, consider silverware optional, and can find fun anywhere. When kids get really sick, they're different than us too. That's why the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is introducing the Dare to Dream Project. With the largest global clinical trial for kids with blood cancer, it'll be the biggest medical advancement for little patients in history. 
Help transform treatment and care for kids and support all the work we do at LLS.org. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality, crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. segment of the day wrapping it up on this wednesday the riverwind casino and hotel bringing you the final hour of the rush tyler mccomas teddy layman OU in arizona coming up later this month december 28th 8 15 at night central time let's go Ooh, uh man. it's indoor game but buddy that will be under the lights even there in the alamo dome well and, and last time we played the alamo bowl it was a night game as well and it was a lot of fun river walk all day the stadium, if you guys haven't been before, it's very cool. It's nice and close, walking distance, uh, you know, so stay downtown, down near the Riverwalk, and you can walk right to the stadium and then walk back on over afterwards. So, uh, yeah, night game is obviously really cool uh, for the Alamo Bowl, and San Antonio is a really cool place to go watch a bowl game. The first time, the only time, I've ever seen a game in the Alamo Dome, I believe Tim Duncan was a rookie playing for the San Antonio Spurs. When they used to play in the Alamo Dome, it's been a while. Late nineties. <laughs> well, I uh, I went to watch uh, I went to watch the visor handoff. So you think that's a little bit better than watching the Spurs and the Charlotte Hornets back in the late nineties? Well, you know I don't. Glenn wanna... Rice out there bombing threes for the I Hornets. I can't speak on an experience that okay. I didn't have, so you know I don't want to I don't want to ruin that for you. Well, that's as much NBA content as you're going to get on this show. I can uh, I can I can promise you that, but. It seems like the best part of Arizona, and there's a lot of good parts to to the Arizona team, but this Noah Fafita guy at quarterback, he's got a really high ceiling. Just their ability, their big playability on offense seems to be what's uh, most concerning with the Wildcats here. So, OU defense, not a great end of the season. Yeah, got got to get it together against an Arizona team like this. And, And a lot of people are saying that this is one of the best bowl matchups of the entire offseason, I think it has to be. It's a top 15 matchup, um, an Arizona offense that's fun, an OU offense that has been fun, will be with the freshman quarterback in that storyline. CBS has it ranked as the number five bowl game this bowl season. Really? And you know there's a lot of bowls to go through. Top five, that's it's, it's pretty impressive. Did they include the playoff games in that? Yes, they did. Wow. The only uh, non-playoff games ranked higher, Florida State and Georgia. Storyline only on that if one. If they play. <laughs> well, true. And then Penn State and Ole Miss in the, uh, in the Peach Bowl. Interesting. Well, maybe they just went chalk. But regardless, uh, I know a lot of OU fans were hate-watching the uh, USC-Arizona game. Was, was, that the, was that the same day as Red River? It's, I uh, think that's – Maybe – I think that was the night they played. That that, w- that game was definitely before the uh, the skid at the end of the year started. Yeah, because that was the three overtime game. I'm pretty sure that was Red River night. Yeah, maybe it was Re- that or the next week, whatever it was. But Re- regardless, that quarterback that went for 300 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, the dude's good. From the nine one eight, better odds to be on OU's coaching staff in the future: Dylan Gabriel or Stoop? Guess they're talking about Drake Stoops there. DG could be an incredible quarterback coach one day. 
He he could be. Um, it's just hard for me to bet against a, another Stoops being on the staff at OU. So I'll go yeah. with Drake Stoops uh, with better odds. Yeah, that's the thing. It's I think if you gave me two different odds, Tyler, I think I, I would uh, – or two different situations, I think I would have two different answers. So who's going to be most likely to be a coach? Maybe Dylan Gabriel. Coach at OU, got to go Stoops. It's like the Burlesworth Trophy. The guy's like, hey, you got this uh, degree? Uh, what do you want to do? Drake said, play football. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty straight to the point. Play oh, football boy. is what I want to do. All the best to him. That's uh, whatever he decides to do. Or, or wherever he's playing football at uh, coming up next year. That'll do it for us. Appreciate all the interaction as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on The Ref. We're the Homeless Sooner fans. Closing time.